What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Didn't Ask Podcast, or welcome back if this is your 54th time listening to this podcast, or first, I don't really care. You're welcome here anyways. What is up? How are you doing? I hope you had a good weekend. I kind of did, I guess. I had a small medical procedure on Friday, so I was a bit tired going into the weekend. And luckily, we had the weekend so I could recharge myself, watch some Formula One, even though oof, that was a rough weekend for Red Bull Racing. Just Red Bulls as a whole. Even the Alpha Tauris had so many issues with... First, Yuki Tsunoda having a hydraulics issue where oil was leaking all over his car and he wasn't able to make it out of the third practice. And then we had, of course, uh, Pierre Gasly in the race whose car got uh, caught on fire, which is crazy and you hope to never see that ever. But we have seen it recently quite often. And then, of course, Max Verstappen saying that he was losing power in the car, feeling that something was going wrong and his team saying like, no, 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 nothing is wrong, we're fine, you can just continue going. And then his car just basically shutting down and same thing goes for for Pat. There are different things mean different enjoyment and different... If you look at it that way. But luckily... this yeah, was the first race. Season, it, it was a fun time, though. Again, luckily, this was kind of like the first race. So hopefully they can find a problem very quickly, fix it so that it can continue getting those points and going back to the top of the leaderboards like they did uh, last year. But again, this is not a Formula One podcast. This is the Didn't Ask podcast where I, Jaimon, dive into the world of Reddit to see what the people asked Reddit and didn't ask me. As always, I have five questions from the Ask Reddit subreddit and one question from the MI the Asshole subreddit. So let's jump into the first question we have here today, coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit. And this one was asked by user Loska Mars, and they ask, You're not home. Your house is invaded. You have an automation system that locks them inside, calls the police, and play any song at max volume as an alarm. What song did you choose? There are so many different options you can go here because you can go sarcastic where you go like, oh, fucking put um, freedom on there. Freedom, freedom, we don't know what to say. I don't even know who sung that song. Is it Queen? Probably is Queen, I guess. And uh, so you could go very sarcastic, so have a song that says like freedom, but you could also go very literal and just have something that is very much like I'm locked in a space type music. Or we can just pick a song that will hopefully annoy them a little bit. So when I saw this question, I was thinking about Fitas. Because of course, Fitas, very incredible voice very recognizable tunes and so I was thinking like hmm maybe that's an option where it just blasts Fitas and it goes because if they hear that shit until the police are here man they're probably gonna lose their goddamn minds so I think that that is probably the song that I would go for 
Let's see what the comments have to say here. User It's Redua says the final countdown, which is also good. That's a fun one because of course you're counting down till the police are there. So that's fun. Oh, we have another funny one. Shinigami Luf Apples says every breath you take by the police. Which is of course very funny because the police are being called. So that's funny. So yeah, uh, going back to the question asked by user Luska Mars. You're not home. Your house is invaded. You have an automatic system that locks them inside, calls the police and plays a song at max volume as an alarm. What song did you choose? And I will probably say oh, one of the Vitas tunes because the high pitch sound is pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? And either they hate it or they enjoy it, but then... Hopefully, when they enjoy it, they, they stay in that place longer, then it's going to be easier for the police to get them out. So I think it's a win-win situation here. Thank you for your question, Luzka Mars. Moving on to the second question of today, coming from the Ask Reddit subreddit, asked by user Aerosol Flames, and they ask, what is the most screamable song lyrics you can think of? And there are a couple of songs that I think of, and I kind of want to give this answer to the previous question but when i thought about this question i was like ah oh, there is no better way to incorporate that song in this podcast than right here because one of the most screamable song lyrics is of course the lyrics to ksi song lamborghini because it's just us yelling lamborghini very loudly so we just go la lamborghini la lamborghini that shit pops that pops you can just yell that there is no issue whatsoever you don't have to be super smart don't have to be fucking a lyrical genius to understand what the fuck's going on no we're just yelling la lamborghini and that's a pretty good option if you ask me i was also thinking about one of my favorite artists taylor swift who of course has the song i knew you were trouble and if you know the song you probably also have seen the memes which replaces basically like the screaming part that sh the Taylor Swift does because she goes, and now I'm lying on the cold hard ground. Oh, oh. And they replace the OOs with sheep bleeding. And it's really fucking funny. So that would also be a fun screamable song lyric because, you know, it's basically literally screaming. So, going back to the question asked by user Aerosol Flames, what are the most screamable song lyrics you can think of? And for me, it would be either KSI's Lamborghini, just because you can yell La Lamborghini for basically two minutes. And then, of course, we have Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble, where she has the basically like a screaming part. And now I'm lying on a cold hard ground. Oh, oh. And we can, again, exchange the O's for bleeding sheep. And like bleeding as in blah, blah. And not bleeding as in somebody stabbed them. So thank you for your question, Aerosol Flames. Moving on to the third question of today. This one coming from user Midnight Pearls. And they ask, what job deserves to have higher pay? Honestly, most jobs probably deserve higher pay. Because... That what's good for the goose is good for the gander type thing. But of course, when we 
give everybody more money. That means that the economy is going to feel that. And that means that the inflation is going to rise as well. And that basically results in us having more money, but then we need more money to spend it on things. So therefore, there is no improvements here. But of course, the obvious answers to the question are teachers for the first part and then people that work in hospitals for a second because both these categories, I should say, they are so important to our society because, of course, life starts with teachers. And if you don't have good teachers or teachers are getting underpaid, that means that we're fucking up a part of somebody's life because if you don't have a good start of your life then that could have significant changes in the end of it so when you don't have teachers that are well educated or don't get paid enough to do their job correctly that's gonna leave an impact for a whole generation and again we have seen many times where teachers have gone on strike and Ask for more money here in the Netherlands. Sadly, there is very little to see about that. And still, with the time, the shit that we, what's going on, where we have like a, a a teacher shortage, and this results in teachers taking on larger classes, which means that kids have less and less personal time with their teacher, and that is just very bad again, because this is the foundation that you're laying. Men's foundation. You can't beat me. This is the foundation. When you go to school, meet your first teacher, and start learning about life, realistically speaking, this is the foundation that you're laying. And if we have teachers that, first off, don't get paid well, and then getting bigger and bigger classes where sometimes they have to basically teach two classes so they are doing 50 kids in the classroom, that's fucking outrageous. And again, it's going to have big ramifications in the end because, again, like I'm saying, when you're going to school, that is your foundation. So when your foundation isn't solid, the house will crumble. So we need to give our teachers more money. And then going to the second group of people that I've mentioned, the people that work in hospitals. These people, especially after the past two years, deserve some more money. They have gone through COVID, worked through fucking sickness, worked through illness, flu, you know, I have no even, no fucking clue what the fuck I need to say here. But these people have put their lives on the line every single day to preserve our lives. So in my opinion, it's kind of, maddening that we are basically underpaying these people even though most of them probably do get paid well enough but i i still feel that we can do more here and again like i'm saying the past two years has been an absolute fucking hell with covid these people deserve more money so please governments and bosses and whoever please cut down your bonus paycheck at the end of the fucking year and give these people some more money going back to the question asked by user midnight pearls what job deserves to have higher pay and i would say teachers and medical personnel i guess that's the easiest way to encompass all of them thank you for your question
Moving on to the fourth question of today. This one coming from user Burunsenko. And they ask, the last movie you watched will be your entire life. How unfortunate are you? Well, I am pretty fucked here. So I am listening to a entertainment podcast, I guess is the easiest way to talk about this. And it's hosted by Eric Goldman and Matt Fowler, both previously of IGN. And Matt Fowler does some more stuff for IGN still, but he's a freelance writer. So he writes for um, IGN, but also for Fandom. And uh, Eric Goldman works for Fandom as well. And they talk about many things on their podcast. They talk about movie news, TV show news. Sometimes they talk a little bit about games. And sometimes they talk about theme parks and you name it. It's very much a fun podcast. It's called We Enjoy. So if you want to listen to it, please go check that out. And on this show, they started doing movie watch-along type things every week. And I am a big fan of movie watch-alongs and like TV show watch-alongs. So I can have a virtual person kind of to talk to and to talk with about the movie or TV show or whatever the fuck we're watching that time. And the We Enjoy guys are currently doing a Nicolas Cage movie binge. So we started with one of the earlier movies that Nicolas Cage has done, which was called Racing Arizona. And then we moved on to Moonstruck and then we went to Face Off. And this week we did the movie mom and dad so that's the last movie i've watched and that movie mom and dad is absolutely fucking bonkers like we know and it's kind of been a meme at this point but we we know that nicholas cage has done some very interesting movies in the past but mom and dad is certainly one of those because mom and dad is about a world in a world It's about a world where due to this weird like infection type thing and I believe it had to do with like TVs and stuff like that where people are just getting brainwashed. But in this world, parents are being brainwashed and basically like hypnotized to protect their kids. But by protect their kids, it means like they're going to protect, protect their kids. And that results in people. It's it's like one of those, it's one of those dilemma principles in a sense, where it's just like the best way to protect the kid is to kill the kid type thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot, the kid cannot hurt itself if it's dead type things. So that is what the movie Mom and Dad is about. It's about a mom and dad, Selma Blair and Nicolas Cage, who get brainwashed by this and basically go out and try and murder their kids. And they're doing all sorts of ways of trying to gas them in the basement, try and blow them up, they try to shoot them, shank them, I don't fucking know. It's a whole bunch of shit. But since the question is, as my user, Barun Senko, the last movie you watched will be your entire life. How unfortunate are you? I'm very unfortunate. Like, I don't want to be hunted by my mom and dad. I didn't do anything wrong. Why the fuck am I being hunted? 
please, I don't want to be hunted. So yeah, that, that that no, for me, uh, I would be in a very bad situation. So going back to the question asked by user Berenseko, the last movie you watched will be your entire life. How unfortunate are you? Again, I'm currently doing a Nicolas Cage movie binge, and I have watched the movie Mom and Dad last, which stars Nicolas Cage. And that movie is about parents that are pre being like hypnotized, brainwashed to murder their own children. So yeah, this is a not not a good time to be alive, I guess. Thank you for your question, Borusenko. And now moving on to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today, as by user fearless underscore link underscore three four six four, and they ask, "Who is your favorite?" fictional dog there are so many good fictional dogs in the universe that it's really hard to pick one per se but to me it gotta be it has to be the most iconic fictional dog and that's of course scooby-doo scooby-doo was a movie that i've watched so many times, the live action Scooby-Doo I should say, is a movie I watched so many times as a kid and that was before realizing that Fred was being played by Freddie Prince Jr. and becoming a big fan of Freddie Prince Jr. So I have watched it not that long ago, like maybe six months ago I watched it again because I fucking love that movie. And it's actually a really good movie if you really start, you know, thinking about it and just just sit in front of the tv because it's made by james gunn of course james gunn best known for his guardians of the galaxy movies one and two but also the recent the suicide squad and of course the fantastic tv show peacemaker which stars john cena that the fucking show is so good so if you have not seen it please go watch that because it's fucking awesome and you will i i think you would enjoy it but yeah, so Scooby-Doo is such a iconic beast. Like, he is such an iconic dog. And everybody knows precisely what we're talking about when, when you say Scooby-Doo. Everybody knows. Young children know, old children know. Fucking people that are currently retired know what Scooby-Doo is. Because Scooby-Doo has been uh, around for a very long time. And it's, again, such a fun dog. And I am thinking about... The trailer for the movie Scoop, which was like the, the the newest iteration of Scooby, where there is this part and they get into a spaceship and then they go, oh, this modern design, the touches of blue, we are. And then you hear Scooby-Doo say, in an Ikea. And that shit fucking popped me so hard. It was so funny to me that... I went back to the trailer multiple times to just hear this the saying, Oh, it's an IKEA! It's so fucking funny. And because of that, he really deserves to be on top of this fucking list, in my opinion. Other honorable mentions, I would say Courage the Cowardly Dog is a fun dog. My little niece would hate me if I didn't say Paw Patrol. The Paw Patrol dogs are pretty fun. But of course, somewhat problematic. But, you know, we don't talk about that often. We don't talk about that. And somebody here in the comments, Snoo79382, 
says Jake the dog. And of course, Jake the dog from Adventure Time is such an iconic dog as well. And he does the song Bacon Pancakes, which my sister and I saw for the first time when we were to the US. And we saw that I was channel surfing, just flipping through channels, came onto Cartoon Network and then saw Jake the Dog singing the Bacon Pancake songs. And that song is fucking great. And I, I believe I used that song as my ringtone for a very long time. So every time I would get called, I heard Bacon Pancakes, make some bacon pancakes, get some bacon and I put it in a pancake. Bacon pancake, that's what I'm gonna make. Bacon pancakes. That was my ringtone. And I would fucking love it. But sometimes it's not good to pick a ringtone that you really like. Because that means that you're just gonna let the phone ring for a very long time. And yeah, that wasn't that smart. But going back to the question asked by user. Fearless underscore link underscore 3464. Who is your favorite fictional dog? And I would say Scooby-Doo is for me the number one. I've had so much fun with Scooby-Doo over the past fucking years. A close seconds would be Jake the Dog and an honorable mention would be Courage the Cowardly Dog and the Paw Patrols. Thank you for your question, Fearless Link. And now, moving on to the final question of today. This one coming from the MIDS subreddit from user Delaware Throw 65 and they ask... Am I the asshole for blowing up at my husband for lying to me about my sister and her baby leaving when he actually kicked her out? My sister, 20, got out of a terrible relationship and moved in with me and my husband and brought her 5-month-old son. She's dealing with a handful of issues from PPD to depression. I asked my husband if he'd be okay for her to move in and he said absolutely. Not just this, but he was the one that picked her up and brought her home. She stayed for two weeks and helped around the house. My husband started complaining about the baby crying, but a newborn is expected to cry especially at night. He said it causes him stress, although I suggest he put on some earbuds. He suddenly told me to forget it and so I did. Last week I had to go out of town to attend a friend's funeral without my husband. He said he wanted to stay with my sister to make sure she was okay. I had returned home the next day and didn't find her or her baby home. My husband said she contacted a friend in another town and wanted to move in with them and left that morning. He handed me a letter he claimed was from her. This felt so odd, especially after reading the letter. I called her phone many, many times, but turned out my husband found it and said she must have left it behind. I was worried. I had no means of contacting her to make sure she was okay. I contacted relatives, but they knew nothing. Yesterday I got a call from an unknown number and it was her. We talked and she told me that she didn't leave on her own but my husband kicked her out after telling her that she was no longer welcome and she needed to take responsibility for her decisions. I was in shock as she explained that she's not with a friend but at a shelter and she had no money. I waited till he got home and blew up at him. He admitted he faked the letter and hit her phone then argued that it's his house too and he has a say in that. But he shouldn't have lied to me about my sister and causing her to be homeless. He said I was being unfair and wrong to lash out at him for wanting peace in our home. I went upstairs and refused to argue anymore. 
I told him I'm going to pick her up tomorrow and he said he changed the locks while I'm gone and I won't be allowed to bring her home. I'm thinking of going to a hotel but he kept saying that I'm letting my sister affect our lives by prioritizing her but there's a baby involved. My sister and I can't leave my nephew homeless. I get that it's his house too but I don't see why he's so against her staying. Am I the asshole? Well, Delaware Throw 65, you're clearly not the asshole here. You are trying to do something that's really hard. It's it's a hard decision to take somebody in your home that has a five-month-old baby that does cry a lot. And I know for a fact that they do because my little niece slept here when she was also about five months old. And man, she would cry a lot. But eventually... They're going to get over that. There are so many tricks that you can do to get the baby back to sleep quickly and have little to, to no annoyance of crying. But again, right now, you, your sister's in a really hard situation. She was in a terrible relationship. She moved out because it wasn't healthy to stay there with the little kid. And she moved in with you. And I get that your husband might feel a little bit uncomfortable because there is somebody extra in the house. There are times where you can say somebody to somebody like, hey, you have to leave. And I would say that this is not one of them. If the sister, especially because she's 20, the sister is a fucking baby too. Seemingly, there is very little people that can give her the care she needs and you guys seem to have been able to so yeah it's a bit of a fucking dick move for your husband to fucking send her out why the fuck would you send that girl packing she's 20 has a five month old and she has no home to return to that's fucking horrible and i don't really understand like i don't know what the parents are in what situation they are in but it seems that you and your husband have the facilities to facilitate your sister and you are clearly happy to do so but your husband is being a fucking piece of shit and him actually threatening to change the logs really makes you think twice about this whole relationship if i'm being honest so going back to your question delaware throw 65 am i the asshole for blowing up at my husband for lying to me about my sister and her baby leaving when he actually kicked her out no you're definitely not the asshole your husband certainly is an asshole because not only did he kick a 20-year-old girl with a five-month-old baby out of the house, he also then basically stole her phone and then also lied to you about your sister actually leaving and then faked writing a goodbye letter. That's fucking fucked up. So, please... You are seemingly are also in a terrible relationship, Delaware Throw. So please figure this out. Talk to your husband, and if he doesn't come to his senses, please leave him as well. Like, again, threatening to change the locks for his own wife. That's fucked up, bro. That's really fucking fucked up. Thank you for your question, Delaware Throw. And I hope things work out for both you and your sister. Thank you for your question. And that was it for the Didn't Ask podcast for today. I hope you had a good time. And if you did, please leave a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify because both places let you review this podcast. 
If you want to know where this podcast is available, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Over here, you can find all the hyperlinks to all your favorite podcast services like Pocket Casts and Podcast Addict. Over here, you will also find a box that says message. If you press that, you get the ability to record a voice message for me personally. So you can ask your question to me and you can hear your question be played on this podcast. If you don't want your voice to be heard, I completely understand that. Just say that up front in your message because then I will just read your question out myself so you can still get the answer you're looking for without your voice being heard. I will be back next week. And if you want to know what I'm watching in the meantime, you can go to track.tv. Over here, you can see a live view of all the shows that I'm watching, all the movies that I'm watching. Again, sometimes when I'm watching them live, so that's going to be fun. If you go there, you can see all the shows that I have watched in the past week that I'm going to watch. And it's really fun. So if you want to ask me a question about that, please, please do, please do. Again, go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Well, that's going to be it for me for this week. I hope you had a good time. Thanks for listening and goodbye.